Welcome everybody to Everything is Interesting with Jesse Mogul. I am your host, Jesse Mogul. Thank you so much for joining me today. Episode 2, still figuring out how to do this thing. Hope that uh, anyone who's listening out there is enjoying it. Let's jump right in because I've really come up with a cool topic today. It started off with, by reading a article out of a Wired magazine back from 2013 because I've been going through a ton of magazines looking for random things to talk about. And I found this one on Wired Magazine. It's all about science and nutrition, and obviously Wired's you know more of a geeky, technical, computery magazine that talks about cool stuff like that. Obviously, that's why I like to read it. This one happened to be about nutrition. It was called Crazy Good. It's got, uh, I think I had Doritos Loco Taco on the front of it. Anyways, it is uh, from October 2013. There was an article in there about this dude who went and took the, I'm calling it the Soylent Challenge, although something tells me the people who actually make Soylent would rather you not call it the Soylent Challenge. Just like some, you know, ice bucket challenge thing where everybody decides to go out and just eat. Eat Soylent for a week. Um, it is, you know, if you've ever heard of the movie called uh, Soylent Green, then for sure that's going to come to mind. It actually is from a Harry Harrison's 1966 science fiction novel called Make Room, Make Room that talks about how hard it's going to be to feed an uh, overpopulated planet. I don't know if we're necessarily to the overpopulated planet stage yet, but we are certainly well on our way with global warming, climate change, whatever you want to call it, uh, really screwing up everything about our climate. We're having a hard time producing enough food, so these people decided to come up with Soylent. Um, I don't know if they, naming it that was the best decision in the world because in Soylent Green, the movie, um, it's actually made out of the humans. But uh, this is not made out of humans. The website's pretty awesome. I've been checking it out. I've hit them up with an email. I'm going to ask them um, how long the subscription lasts for and how easy it is to cancel and whatnot. I'll be filling you in because I am going to do the Soylent Challenge. I'm going to eat it for a week because personally, I would rather to never have to eat food again. Now, this is going to sound crazy for some of you guys out there because I'm sure everybody enjoys food. And, and look, I enjoy food too. When I get together at a gathering or a birthday party, you know, something like that where everybody's sitting around the table, food is very communal. It's almost, it's to the point where humans, it's something that everybody does to feel that sense of community. You go to any kind of event and it's all about what kind of food's there. It's very important. Obviously, you think back to the cavemen era, and people spent all day long hunting and gathering, and so when they finally got to sit down and eat real food, it must have been very communal to everyone. When fire was you know, brought to them, they must have been even more excited because they finally got to know what medium rare and medium tasted like, and uh, you know, for whatever that's worth. Um, <laughs> But where I'm going with this is it's hardwired into our brains to ha to use food for gatherings just because it was probably one of the few times the entire clan was together back in the day uh, where they were finally satiated with food and drink that they had been working all day to get. So I have this personal idea that if somebody were to hand me a vitamin and say, take this pill every day at noon for the rest of your life, and you'll always have all the amount of nutrition that you'll need, and you'll be able to still work out and be energetic and healthy and live a great long-lasting life, but you're never allowed to actually put a fork full of food and 
or a spoonful of soup or whatever in your mouth ever again. And I think that while I might think on it long and hard, it'd be hard pressed asking me right now what I do that I'd say yes, because I find the act of uh, buying and cooking, preparing, uh, the whole act of the ritual of eating to just be extremely time consuming is something that I don't necessarily really enjoy setting that amount of time for every day. I'd rather cook all of my meals in five hours on Sunday or on a Monday and then just be done with it. So I'm going to try out Soylent it, it, because if these people have a good enough product and it can really make me energetic and happy for a week, based off what I read in this Wired Magazine article, it seems like this guy did it okay. He does talk about having um, some evacuations in the restroom that were mostly liquid, and I totally expect that considering it is just nothing but liquid. Um, I already drink a fair amount of protein shakes to supplement my diet as I work out and stay healthy, so you know that issue is something I've already had to deal with. Uh, he did seem like he enjoyed it uh, enough that you know he wrote about it. Whenever the article was done, he's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, it said it saved time. Um, he wasn't as hungry. He felt more energetic and alert. And it says he lost 10 pounds. I don't know how the hell you lose 10 pounds in a week um, and do it any kind of style of healthy. But I'm gonna check that out too because I'm gonna continue to work out and I'm still gonna work my full time job plus do the podcast and work on my other businesses. So it's not like I'm gonna be just lounging around watching television for the week. I'm gonna keep up a very active lifestyle. But it really got me thinking that as our society continues to grow, we are going to need to start to take advantage of how science helps us manipulate our food and I'm not a big fan of GMOs don't take it like that but there's a certain amount of leeway we need to start giving the companies that do work on GMOs I mean Monsanto is a devil hell company nothing about them should even exist if somebody gave me a billion dollars or how much ever I'd need to buy Monsanto and dismantle it I'd do it in a heartbeat um, you know, I have a disdain for them very similar to the kind of disdain I had for Halberton back in the day Probably should still not like Hal Burton, but because Dick Cheney's not in the news anymore, neither are they. Um, but the, we are going to have to start looking at ways of mass producing food and doing so without having as many chemicals and pesticides on it. Greenhouse food isn't nearly as bad as people give it credit for. Greenhouse food does keep the amount of air and sunlight and soil and everything very controlled without bugs being there. So you're usually, usually getting food with a lot less of the pesticides than would normally be in the outdoor food. And so I'm a big fan of discussing vertical farms. I've got some articles set aside for that. We're definitely going to jump into vertical farms. And as this podcast goes, my goal is to start bringing in, not just goal, but ultimate plan, is to start bringing in some people who are actually experts in some of these fields. Because I'd love to talk with some people in Southern California or anywhere really in, on, in the world who are trying to utilize vertical farms. Because Soylent, while it sounds like a great idea, will everybody all the time want to eat powder for all of their food? And what happens when the zombie apocalypse comes and we're all pulling some Walking Dead stuff and all of a sudden people who make Soylent aren't around to help us out with it anymore? So... Um, as much as I've watched that show and I think how crazy it is that everybody's scurrying around trying to find resources when back in the day the pioneers were doing a fine job, it is something that makes you think, you know, how are we going to continue to be able to feed our population, feed our village and our world and do so in a healthy, sustainable way when we are quickly running out of resources, 
running out of water, poisoning the earth in which we grow all of this food. So the, the Soylent Challenge brought this up, and, and I've definitely expanded upon where I thought this would originally go. I'm going to do it just because it sounds like a great time, and I think for 50 bucks I can buy a whole week's worth. I'd love to be able to... In a perfect world, that would be hilarious. If every time you went out, all you did was just eat Soylent all day long. Um, like your grocery bill is $200, and you're getting everything that supposedly you need. So it'll be interesting to see how that whole thing works out because I just got done dropping uh, a couple hundred dollars at Costco yesterday and that always is a pang on the old pocketbook. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot to be discussed when it comes to how we're reusing and renewing our resources, especially when it comes to the food production that is so important to our planet. Clearly this company has come up with a powder. We're going to check it out. We're going to see what we think about it. I don't personally think that's a sustainable way to go because if our electric grid were to get blown up and we were all to go, you know, be, you know, brought back to the dark ages without electricity, you know, unfortunately only the people who seem like they'd be doing okay with that idea are Amish and probably some, you know, far out in the middle of nowhere African village or, you know, some island people in the South Pacific somewhere who, you know, don't require those kind of you know, energy resources like we do. So um, more power to them, those societies, for being able to maintain their way of life considering how chaotic and just out of control the growth of our country is, or country, our world. And um, so I, I think I'm just rambling and picking words that come into my head at random. So I'm going to leave you guys on that. I'm going to try out Soylent. I'm going to see how it works, see how my body feels. Once they answer this email and I order it, it should be here. I'm really shooting to start this next Monday, so we'll check that out. I got a really great article on a company called Beyond Meat that I'm going to be talking about soon because they sound like they're doing some tremendous stuff with the production of fake meat and having it, the muscles and everything chew the way meat would. But for now, I'd leave you with the idea that Soylent exists. Perhaps other people will come up with other ways. As long as we don't get you know brought to the dark ages by terrorists or nuclear war or our power grid being blown out, things like this could continue to be made. Um, surely, things like this are going to be utilized on space stations in the future because no matter how much you try, you're not going to be able to grow enough food for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people um, hydroponically or whatever inside of a space station. You're just not going to have the amount of space that you need. Um, Star Trek always made the ships look like they were never ending and would go on and on and on and on forever. But the reality of the fact is, is that there's a limited amount of space and a lot of it has to do with oxygen and water production as well as living quarters. Um, I am hearing some sirens outside the window, so clearly the feds are coming for me. I should I should never said I like Soylent. I didn't mean there was climate change. No, no. <laughs> um, so that's where I leave you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, shout out to to no one. No one. You know who you are. You wanted a shout out. You don't get a shout out today. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And as always, be kind to one another. Take care of yourselves. Be awesome to the world around you. The power of positive energy, release and flow. And as always, everything's interesting with Jesse Mogul. Take care, guys.